day kind of at celebration so it is <laughs> only only proper to show a little droids get us warmed up welcome everyone to our fourth and final day of <sighs> the blast point super live Stu- super still alive super still <laughs> staying alive adventure <laughs> watching the bgs early in the morning trying to stay alive staying alive i mean i cannot imagine a perfect way to say yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I gotta say though, before we get started, this has been so much fun. Silver, you doing this with you has been an absolute treat. Thank you so much. Everything you've done, all the hours of your life you sacrificed. Just I don't know. This has just been so much fun and we can't we can't thank you enough. We we are we are in awe of you and this has been wonderful. No, I, I got to say thank you uh, for even having me and um, doing this. Um, it's I felt really sad missing celebration this year, but I think what I really, of course, like, you know, doing all the fun panels and all that stuff is great, but I really miss like hanging out with friends and just talking about every, all the craziness. So I'm glad we were able to do this together. And again, thank you guys so much for, you know, uh, inviting me also and, also to everybody who's been hanging out with us, this has just been so much fun. So I really, I honestly just genuinely do hope that you guys all enjoyed this with us. Um, and it just feels like we're at, at the, um, 
at the hotel lobby afterwards, just kind of hanging out. So I hope we, I hope we kind of brought that. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we kind of brought that. Um, you know, we had couch breaking. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but I've had a a standing Chewbacca. Um, he's kind of, he's, he's given up. He saw the the Wookiee meetup yesterday and got jealous. He got jealous and just kind of, it just kind of collapsed, uh, uh, doubled over. So, um, yeah. So that standing Chewbacca is, is, a representation of you and your level of sleep and hanging in there power right yeah, now you're yeah. still up but you're, you're like halfway <laughs> down it over yeah it's so crazy i'm telling because every time i feel like when these panels start uh the day starts with the streaming it feels like last night so i feel like i just <laughs> i haven't slept so it's been fun but i'm glad you got you know we all had a good time and everyone again I, everyone is in the chat with us all weekend it's just been super fun hanging out with everyone so Woo! Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So let's let's start though talking today Monday our final day of celebration London coverage with talking about the announcement that just happened yeah. like a half hour ago or so. The biggest of the big news kind of. Yeah. Cuz it affects the real world. Yes, it affects <laughs> it affects our lives actually. The yeah. next Star Wars celebration in Japan in 2025. Reactions are mixed online, to say mm-hmm. the least. Yeah. Uh, Silver, what's uh, what's what's your take as of having only known this for a half hour? I I'm really not surprised to be honest because when they announced Europe. To be well, ever since we were we went to Orlando, went to Anaheim, and everything big with the Disney parks, I just kind of assumed they would just kind of go back and forth between Orlando and Anaheim. Ever since, especially with um, Galaxy's Edge opening, I just thought maybe that's just more ideal. But when they announced Europe um, in Anaheim, when they made the announcement, I just I always had in the back of my head, I'm like, well, they could potentially go to Japan and return because they've had celebration there. Um, so, you know, I understand the mixed, you know, reactions because it is, it is a big trip. Maybe that's why they're expanding it for, you know, giving us a time gap or, you know, it's not going to be for 2025, but um, yeah, I'm not surprised to be honest. I I, I think I kind of always had that little idea or inkling in my head that maybe they could possibly return. Um, just you know, there's so many fans all over the world, international fans too. Star Wars is huge in Japan, so you know, why not kind of uh, you know go go other places? So yeah, crazy. What a big trip, though. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing. It, it makes complete sense to go back there because they've been there before and there's so many fans there. I think the the bigger surprise was just that in in the past they would alternate mm-hmm. from, you know, something in the U.S., something international, something in the U.S. Uh, and it's kind of, it's different for them to go all out with two international ones uh, in a row. But yeah, again, we have two years to to think of, to think about it and it would be, I don't know, it would be a pretty exciting to go to a, to a star celebration in, in Japan. So I think we're, we're, we're thinking about it. Lon- London was an easier decision to say no to than, than Japan would be. Yeah. I think there's, there's, there's so much time. I, I'm still, I just feel like Anaheim just happened months ago or it did. Well, it <laughs> so did, <yes. laughs> but it did. 
And so it's crazy, you know, I definitely, London was pretty difficult, you know, um, but. Yeah, that's that's a good hey. point, Bill Rudd. I, I wonder if there will be Star Wars additions to Disney Tokyo by then, you know. Mm-hmm. I forgot about Disney Tokyo. Whoa. Don't forget. Forgot about that one. Yeah, well, I think like our stance right now is when tickets go on sale. If they go on sale soon, we will get tickets for it and kind of see how the rest of things how real life kind of yeah two years is a long time in but in real life years and that is (laughs) the thing like when we were in anaheim since we're both in the midwest it was harder for us to when we were still in anaheim to be like yes i'm going to london in nine ten months that was and we both have like kids and families yeah families you know and they don't come with us to celebration and that would they don't they don't want anything to do with any of that um so that was kind of a that was an easier decision to make but it's kind of like well and celebration japan tokyo it's only three days which is interesting it would it's that's in celebration time that's kind of you're in and out yeah it's super compressed time frame so yeah um i think our stance right now is maybe like maybe leaning more towards we'll see you know <laughs> yeah What's the difference there um but it would be and like our experience with so in chicago we went to the amazing yuki who does uh, the incredible uh paper cut art yes we, we went Such to a, a mm-hmm. panel that was part her and part uh, Oki, who does the the vegetable carvings, who wasn't in London. And it was part put on by their fan group called Jedi Order Japan. And this panel was the most incredible thing, the, the energy and positivity they had for Star Wars, that Jedi Order Japan had for Star Wars, was unreal. It was like, you know it was floored us you know we we, like we think we're star wars crazy and people like when they talk about the podcast are always like oh you guys are so enthusiastic and it's in infectious and stuff these people made us look like horrible youtubers in the bottom pits of star wars fandom (laughs) because i don't and so like if celebration tokyo could have that kind of energy yeah yeah. it could be the best the best one it it could be the most amazing and we like we said before we've been to so many celebrations and this would be something totally different yeah um which is kind of intriguing but yeah it's not an easy trip it's a long flight it's gonna cost money um so yeah there's real world things to consider but at least it's it's it was an exciting announcement like they're not it's not what we were expecting, and it's not, you know, we've kind of gotten used to Anaheim and uh, Orlando. Especially Anaheim at this point. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. Japan is so, a place that me and my husband constantly talk about, you know, visiting and stuff. Um, I... Um, one of the, my... the One of the chefs that I work with, uh, he's from Japan, and um, he, I mean we just have such a connection because of his love for star Wars. And he always tells me like star Wars is huge in Japan. And, um, you know, they even throw like all these events just like, you know, when they play original movies, like it's just always a big turnout. So I'm not surprised of just like, you know, again, like I said, star Wars is just like all over the world. There's fans everywhere. And, um, 
And I don't know, it just be really, you know, for me, I, I just think selfishly like, okay, I definitely do want to really make this trip. Um, I myself don't have families, you know, to think about just, it's just me, my husband and the dogs. I'm sure I can find a dog sitter, but um, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. I just, uh, you know, it'd be really cool to just, you know, experience that somewhere else. Cause I've, I've just known celebration just here in the U S um, but also like, cause when I think of like summer celebration, how it just overtakes the city we're in. Right. And you kind of go to restaurants and stuff. I, it'd just be really cool to kind of see like that community, you know, kind of embrace all these people traveling to their home for this. Um, so I always kind of think about that. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be cool. Um, I'm glad we have time to think about it. Um, I'm probably in the same boat as you guys. I'll probably buy the tickets when they go on sale um, and see where I am in 2025. <laughs> so uh-huh. see what, where life takes me and if we can make the, actually make it. But um, I'm excited for our international friends who, yeah. you know, who and that's, that's, easier that's, travel. Yeah. That's the thing too. We're so spoiled that mm-hmm. we, we had basically uh, Anaheim. No. Well, even going back to the beginning, there's only been what w- once in Japan and twice or three times in Europe, I think. Over, over well, there's Germany and two in London, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. we're, we're so spoiled here, and yeah. we just think, oh, you know, celebration is coming home or something. When it's like, no, like Star Wars is worldwide, and so Star Wars belongs to everybody. And the party can't be at your house all the time, you know? Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So, Japan, mixed emotions, but Mm -hmm. people, you know what? There's people in Japan right now that are going absolutely crazy. Yeah, Yeah, the party's not stopping over there. Oh, yeah. They got got a couple (laughs) more. They're extending the weekend to keep the party going. Absolutely. (laughs) So let's let's talk about the panels today. What was our first one? The Bad Batch right Bad away Batch. in the morning. Silver, how are you feeling about that Bad Batch panel? Um, so my alarm went off at two o'clock and I said, Oh, let me let me pop it. I've been capping on my living room, y'all. So that's where I've been capping out. So I went on YouTube on my TV. People were actually in the chat waiting for this live stream to begin 45 minutes, which is crazy. So I'm like, okay, well, let me close my eyes a little bit. And then I took a nap and then I dreamt of like Omega was like talking and I was like, wait, what's happening? And then I woke up and we're in the middle of the panel. I was like, whoa. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I didn't, um, I mean, it was a great panel. Um, I got to go probably, I'll probably go and like catch up and see what I missed. But, um, I mean, a huge announcement that, I mean, we assumed already knew that a new season was coming. Um, but they dropped the, um, the next bombshell was that it was going to be its final season which um, was uh, was crazy. But, I mean, I'm excited for this new season. Um, you know, sad that it may be the last one, but just like Star Wars, you know, it's always good when they feel like they've told their story and, you know, they can, you know, be at peace with it. Yeah. Well, and it kind of goes back, I feel like when Rebels ended, they made mm-hmm. a point of saying that they want, you know, especially with what happened with Clone Wars, it's like they're aware of, figuring you know if they can make sure they end the story when they want to and not kind of be it's always unfortunate when shows are canceled before the creators realize it's canceled and they can't actually wrap things up um and at this point especially after 
this celebration with with Ahsoka, we know that the characters in shows that go away, the characters don't go away. So it's not like this necessarily means this is the last we're going to see of Bad Batch or Omega or any of the characters from that show. Just like when Clone Wars went away, it wasn't the last that we saw of the Bad Batch. So. Well, and another thing, to, I mean, the article on StarWars.com that went along with the audience, the with the announcement, said flat out, like, uh, with the death of tech in the article, which I thought that was, I was like, we, I'm, so many of us were holding on hope, but is that, is it true? Like, is, and now with it being the final season, like, yeah, so... Yeah. Is tech really dead? And that was um, the thing. I don't know if you were too sleepy to notice in the panel. Like they seem like they were getting really broken up talking about tech. Like if it's just all to trick us, they were doing a really good job of, of <laughs> looking like really distraught that he's not on the show anymore. That's I actually did notice that, and I was just like, oh, <laughs> I think he's really gone. Yeah, they, they weren't dropping any crumbs that there, there's any hope. You know, don't hold out hope because. But yeah. you know, maybe they're just that good at this point. They've been doing this a long time, so yeah. they're, yeah. they're just playing, playing yeah. us. For sure. Christina, I don't know what you're saying there. Yeah, but... Christina, what does that mean? <laughs> go, nobody's watching. <laughs> go ahead, let us know. What, what do you know, Christina? Let's, let's, Drop let's... the text eyes after the goggles fell off. <laughs> <laughs> She's just throwing it in. <laughs> Yeah, Stephanie had a dream with a, a panel. He revealed he landed on a giant pile of pillows. Oh <laughs> yeah, and everything and everything was okay. Yeah, maybe that's be. the planet where they make pillows. Yep. they'll never look for a secret cloning facility on the pillow planet. Yeah, <laughs> not the pillow planet. <laughs> but it was a great panel. It was really mm-hmm. neat. Um, loved the Bad Batch. Loved the little re- retrospective on season two, which I enjoyed the heck out of, and. Um, Great hearing them kind of being able, being able to talk about season two now and kind of what their goals were and where they went. And well, that almost seemed like that was more of a theme today with the panels. Is these panels were kind of more to me of like the classic style celebration panel where you're you're they're hyping you up for something new, but they're going into the process of mm-hmm. how you got the stuff that you mm-hmm. got already. So with them kind of going into the, their, yeah, the thought processes and some of the details of making season two. And as we get into the other panels of the day, there's a lot of that. This is the behind the scenes part of star Wars. That's for a lot of people is just as much fun, uh, just as exciting as what actually ends up on the screen. But that's the thing too. Today, more than yesterday was a great day of yeah. panels, especially yeah. great content for us folks at home. Mm-hmm. Like we like, the the three big panels that were streamed today, they were all like super engaging. Like there were a couple times where like we had to go to the bathroom and it was like, I don't want to leave. Yeah, this is too yeah. good. Even though we're yeah. at home, it's like I don't want to pause it. I yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> and then Gabe yeah. was like, Yeah, I can just pause it. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like, yeah. For a minute I thought we were at celebration. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, Oh yeah, okay, pause it. I'll be right back run upstairs yeah Yeah, you're like in that trance right like you're just like you know that's that's i know that's how i was too i kind of forget that like oh i actually could pause this and actually take a break when i can um so um yeah a lot of great panels today for sure um yeah i um it was i i agree with you guys it was more it was i don't know just like very kind of like just like you said just going through the process of stuff 
Um, so it was just really, really enjoyable. Um, but the Bad Batch, um, oh man, it was so, so good. Um, and it's just really fun to like, just kind of like listen to like, just like the creators who actually are working on this stuff too. And, um, just see how much like they love and, you know, it's just how much hard work that they put out, um, you know, for us. So it's, it's just really, really cool. Having D Bradley, D Bradley Baker on panels is always fun for, well, especially with Bad Batch. Cause he, it's like having five people on stage since he plays pretty much everyone on the show. So yeah. the last year's panel was a lot like that too, where it's just kind of, you forget how much, uh, how many different characters come out of that one mouth. Yeah, it's crazy. And I like how they were actually talking about is like, you know, when they would record, you know, they would just be like, okay, you're just going to read all of Wrecker's lines, you know, and we'll kind of, you know, edit from there and stuff. But they said that he would go through pages of the dialogue playing each, you know, having like the conversations with each of the badges. It's just like, man, I would love to be there and just watch him do it. It's like a one man show. I mean, it is a one man show, but um, yeah, I thought that was really, really cool. But I just, I, I geek out when, the voice actors just pop in and like their character and, you know, just, it's just, it's so much fun. Well, especially, yeah. With uh, also with um, Michelle for Omega, like Omega is just her normal voice. So it's always fun hearing her talking with D badly breaker. Like his name is so hard to say D I'll just say D with D (laughs) he's doing voices for everyone. But Omega is, that's just Michelle. That's her voice. And I'm (laughs) telling you, I think that's what woke me up. Cause she was speaking during this panel and I was, you know, asleep and I was like, Oh wait, is that, is that a-? I was like, Oh, that's just, that's, that's yeah. just, she talks like Omega. That's Omega. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> they didn't, so they didn't show the sneak peek at Mm-mm. season three. Um, they, there's a description of it on starwars.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's out there. If you look around, it's out there. Don't encourage, I'm not encouraging that, but it's out there. Um, it sounds like it's getting pretty crazy, like yeah. what they said on StarWars.com. Uh, a lot more Mountanta stuff, like mm-hmm. what Palpatine showing up there with Imperial Guards and stuff. And it sounds like we are wondering, because it sounds like the, the quest to go get Omega, of course, is like the the main thrust. But like, how long is the season going to go? Yeah, it looks like yeah. a time jump, too. That's what they were saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. like how long is the quest to find Omega going to go on? And it's super interesting. Like, what is that relationship, which they hinted at, as they said in the in the description, that relationship between Omega now and Crosshair on Mount Tantus, mm-hmm. and like what the batch you've got, what Hunter and Wrecker right. and Echo, just the three of them. That's a lonely ship. Just yeah. trying to find where the heck Mountantis is. Uh, well, they might end up with Rex, I guess. Yeah. And Cody, we still don't know where Cody is. So maybe, no, I know. Yeah, maybe those two help yeah. fill out the, the batch ship so they're not so lonely. But yeah, it's, we, we were talking about that a lot of like knowing it's the last season, you wonder where, how soon in the season they're going to, are they going to get? Omega back right away, and then there's the finale after that, or is the finale they don't get to Omega and, and Crosshair till the end, and they kind of keep them separate through most of the season. It's really uh-huh. it's really hard to know at this uh-huh. point what they're gonna do. Yeah, what the what the plans are. It's exciting though. Twenty twenty four. 
another mm-hmm. thing in 2024, just loading up yeah. Yeah. next year, you yeah. know, Star Wars not letting us make any long range plans at all. <laughs> the only long range plans is we can't have long range plans. You keep, <laughs> keep all your uh, Wednesdays open for the rest of your life. Yes. <laughs> Moving on to short-range plans, as of a a few weeks from now, the next big panel of the day was quite a doozy, Visions. Visions Season 2. Holy smokes, does that look good. It looks really good. It looks so good. Um, And just the different types of animation styles. Oh, wow. It was was really good. Again, this is what I really love. I just like here. This is what's so cool. You, they were able to bring up all like the the creators of the you know yeah. uh, visions and just hearing their personal. I just love hearing people's personal connection to Star Wars and hearing how they were able to incorporate that into their story, but also like bringing you know like their culture kind of in there. It's just so cool. And like just hearing people's personal story and connection. Um, also just like the types of animation that they're using. It's just so cool. I mean, I, I was geeking out the entire time. Yeah. I think this surprisingly might've been the best panel at celebration just for how much information there was, how much just getting excited about, you know, seeing something new and then, yeah, them getting to the point of kind of like realizing this is what Visions was kind of meant to be from the beginning of showcasing international animation studios from around the world and letting them all kind of take their personal take on what Star Wars could be. And yeah, like you said, getting to the fact that they took the time to talk to all the creators about their Mm -hmm. project was really, really cool. And it was literally like what nine nine mini panels kind of Mm -hmm. all in one. Yeah, And everybody's segment when they brought out somebody from each studio it was just every one of them was equally fascinating like you could listen to an hour of each one of those creators coming out Mm -hmm. and the variety of the work that is coming in visions just looks Mm -hmm. phenomenal and there's stuff there's stuff when they first showed the trailer which i'm glad they showed the trailer at the beginning where we were like what are we even looking at here like what is this yeah uh like what is this 3d with animation on top Mm -hmm. of it Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the fact that you know there's real, real stop motion. There's yes. the one that is 3D rendered, but it looks like stop motion because they were scanning the real models. There's ones yeah. that are mixed. There's 2D traditional stuff. It's yeah, it's you know, and it's funny that how much Lucasfilm is kind of continuing their thing of kind of pushing animation even more than disney does even so it's nice that that now that disney owns them that they're still kind of doing Mm -hmm. their thing and really pushing animation yeah for sure yeah super cool did you guys have one and like was there anything for you guys that you guys a specific short that you guys are really looking forward to out of the ones that were announced for me i think it's a tie between the 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 two the real stop motion and the pseudo stop motion the ardman one looks really really cute and then um the other one that isn't stop motion, but looks stop motion. Uh, was that from the, oh, which, which studio was that? Uh, it was the, they were the, well, I don't remember which studio it was, but that one. <laughs> Those two that kind of look like stop motion, I think are the ones I'm most excited for. Yeah. I think, you know, I, of course, like the Ardman one, I think a lot of people are really looking forward to that. But I think it's kind of, it's almost like the the thing when the first season of Visions came out, 
where I, I feel like I'm not really going to know until I watch them all because they're all mm-hmm. just so tonally different from each other. They're just completely different flavors. And I'm just looking forward to just soaking it all in, you know, once, once it comes out. It's true. Um, yeah. Um, but I, there wasn't a single one that I saw that I was just like, oh, that one looks fine. Every single one of them was mm-hmm. like, that, like somebody said in there, that trailer was an, was an onslaught. It was just like, just kept going. Yeah. So it was just like, whoa, it was like a visual overload. It was mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a little too early in the morning for me to freak out, but it was, it was enough for me to freak out. <laughs> was there one that jumped out to you as a uh, one you're most excited about? Or are you just going to kind of wait and, and see what one? Uh... The Ardman one, of course, I'm excited for just because Wallace and Gromit was um, something that I loved my whole life. <laughs> so I'm really excited that when that, you know, that studios was announced, um, of course, the slinky droid dog, I mean, was just, you know, enough to blow my mind. Um, it's cool. Um, I, 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 all of them, of course, also. So it's really hard. Um, but from the the from the one from Chile, the Chilean um, director, I forgot his name. I think Gabriel Osorio. It's about, I think it's about two sisters. Um, I'm a sucker for sister stories. So um, I would like to get more of that. Um, just me, myself having sisters. So I, you know, be kind of, I'm kind of looking forward to that. I just kind of, whatever's personal to me. Um, but also uh, there's this one from, I think he works at Lucasfilm. It's in the pit. The and pit one, I th- yeah. yeah. And I think that's so cool too, that they were old, you know, um, I think he's worked there for 12 years and how, like he said that Dave Filoni was like a mentor for him. So I think that's also really cool. Um, but again, like there's just so many different styles of animation. I just really can't wait to just kind of sit on that day and just like watch them all and just like be blown away. Just like when, what happened with my, you know, the experience with the first um, uh, season of visions. I mean, that was just crazy. You just got just so like a different variety of different stuff. Um and yeah, I just, I can't wait. And I'm, I'm so glad that, you know, we're getting this again. I can't believe we're getting this in a matter of weeks, but um, they all look great. Um, and yeah, it's just. It's exciting that like after the first one, we kind of kind of wondered if, if people would like it and if they would do another one and the, and the fact kind of so quickly, they, they let everyone know, yeah, we're going to do another one. And, and that it came this quickly. Cause that was, that was just last year, right. That the first one came out. Was that only last year? Two years. Was it, was it two, two years ago? Two years. Or was it right? one year? I can't even tell. Yeah. Because in Anaheim, Visions was already done. Mm, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. There were they had like a cell. People, yeah, You're people right. were dressed You're up right. as. Yeah. 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 And there was so toys and there was cosplay. Okay, so two years. Okay. Yeah. What is so, time? Yeah. What is time? I know, right? I'm like, are we going to get another one next year? But yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just looks looks amazing. I can't wait. And I'm so glad we only have a few weeks to wait. It's going to make for a great May the 4th mm-hmm. treat. Yeah. Well, no, because sure. the next, we get two more episodes of Mando and then uh, Visions will be here. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We got a good couple weeks. Couple By weeks. the way, I think everyone's doing a really good job not spoiling 
the chapter they showed at Mando. Unless I guess if you go looking for the information, you'll see. Uh, it, you know, I think they're they're doing a good job because we were looking for the information and there's yeah there's out there, but there's not as much as you would think. So yeah, uh, I think yeah. they're doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's point, on their best behavior. It's Monday, and at this point, it, we're pretty much we're in Mando time now. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. Wild. <clears throat> so yeah rick uh did you hear star wars celebration ann arbor 2025 that's that's pretty much every day at my house pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah we're gonna they're gonna do it uh i don't know where they would do the, it the, the trick is it's gonna be four days where nobody talks about star wars it's like reverse <laughs> reverse star wars celebration It'll... so our next big panel Doug Chang. Oh my goodness. This was uh, a surprise that this was being streamed because this was from the Galaxy stage, I believe. But wow, what a panel. I think this was the only thing from that stage they've streamed all weekend that Mm -hmm. we saw. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Prove us wrong. Hopefully we're wrong. But um, this was fascinating. And he talked about um, concept work the process of concept work for Obi-Wan Kenobi and Mandalorian season three so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this one was extra kind of strange and, and special in a way too, because this is the first time in a long time that we haven't gotten the art books kind of, you know, within the year after the, shows came out so this was kind of you know usually we would be at home with the art of book looking through all the pages and reading everything and getting to see this stuff kind of more or less live uh during this presentation was really cool yeah it was like a phil showstack art book for obi-wan kenobi live you know yeah. there was so much art that we so much never, art so mm-hmm. much art we've never ever seen and it was fascinating like the yeah. dianoga um the Edge, yeah the dianoga edge of beam oh my gosh that would have been nuts <laughs> and he said oh, maybe you know they were protecting like the you know the hidden um you know uh force users there or something i'm like wow that would have been insane to see um yeah i just like like y'all i'm just i'm a huge fan of these art up books like these are just i think probably like my first star wars book ever um i came i, I got a the art of empire strikes back and it's just ever since then i'm just fascinated with any like process and like ideas that they come up with some that you know made it to the to the screen some that didn't um like that they showed um what if vader and um obi-wan had this um like their battle in this like field of like tall grass and i just thought wow like just the i you know like how cool and it just sparks up even more imagination that you know you're just like then you're next you know you're picturing it like wow like what have that what would that have looked like um it's just so cool i this was just such and doug chang is just very charming (laughs) i can see more charming i can listen to him talk all day yeah yeah, that's the best thing it's like you get all the fun and just you know imagination going riled of mm-hmm. looking at the images and then when you have Doug Chang talking over it and actually kind of explaining the process and the ideas and, and what they wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. His presentation is, is as polished as Padme's shuttle, which he kept calling it Padme's shuttle and was making everyone's minds racing too. Like, is that, is if that's was what that- they were calling it, 
in pre-production is that Padme it, shuttle. I mean, I say if Doug Chang says it's Padme shuttle, it's Padme shuttle. So I, I just thought maybe he like just said it, but then he kept saying it. I was like, yeah, right. Padme shuttle. <laughs> yeah. So, but we, literally, we spent hours being like, well, maybe it's Senator Binks, maybe yeah. Padme, maybe it's neither, maybe it's both of them together working together. Mm-hmm. Padme yeah. shuttle. Yeah. Which doesn't mean that you know she didn't. But let Jar Jar borrow it. In in was it uh, uh, Bombad Jedi? He mm-hmm. had that ship in Bombad Jedi. Yes, Clone Wars. Probably Padme shuttle. It was pro- it was Padme shuttle. So, so. they're tight. They're, they're tight. Yeah, they're, they're both tight. senators. They're tight. Yeah, they're buddies. Oh they're really buddies. I mean, it got emotional towards the end too, with Doug Chang kind of talking about like when they talked about like the battle droids at the droid bar, and them showing those photos of him building the making the battle designing the battle droids and when he said 1995 we gabe and i were just like whoa yeah (laughs) man yeah but just how long he's been such a key part of the look of star wars it's it's amazing yeah no as as excited as anyone can be to have the battle droids back no one is as excited as doug chang was to have the battle droids back and yeah him showing the pictures uh, and getting to see him riding on something just adds to the, not to mm-hmm. jump ahead, but yeah. we're talking about Doug Chang. Now we, we've seen all the George Lucas riding on things, uh, pictures. Now we can start seeing Doug Chang riding on everything pictures. Oh yeah, Nathan, uh, just like the truck influencing the speeder in Kenobi. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah, it was like the the Phil Shostak art books like come alive with Doug Chang narrating it just amazing it literally said dangle weed out loud when they showed the b1 model yeah, yeah. <laughs> dangle weed yeah yeah that was yeah like somebody said earlier didn't want it to end yeah that was no, like that could have been all day monday's just doug chang day just let him talk all day <laughs> i know just Nobody please let him talk. talk yeah um i thought it was really cool too that he was able um you know um they talked about bridging the gap of the prequels and then you know into this era and how that would look you know visually and stuff um so yeah just the whole you know designing mando i just thought that was really really cool i loved when he started talking about them you know they were they had to go back and look at coruscant and um just he was just over the moon the fact that he was able to you know Ha, um, when he heard that Ahmed Best was going to um, be the one saving Grogu and just, you know, they just showed like, they went back and he showed pictures of, you know, when they were fil- uh, filming Phantom Menace. And it, I mean, it's just really cool to see these creators just go through like full circle moments for them. And, you know, Doug Chang's been having a lot of those uh, recently. So um, I just thought that that was really um, just really fun to see. Well, and- <laughs> It's, it's, it goes hand in hand with just how much the shows have lately, especially um, with Mandalorian special season three and Book of Boba and uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, obviously just really embracing the prequels again and the prequel design and how much, you know, when the movies were new, people say this isn't Star Wars and blah, all that stuff. And now, yeah, just it's all one big happy Star Wars family now. Mm -hmm. 
the other cool thing, which kind of goes with uh, with visions and just uh, things we were talking about earlier too, of him uh, starting off talking about how uh, international the art department is now and how they have the concept artists, um, probably some of them on location and some of them virtually, but just from all over the world. And again, how much Star Wars is really international at this point from the fan level and the people working on it and designing this stuff they're you know they're getting the best artists from everywhere to come in and, and just design these incredible things and it was really cool in the beginning of the panel when he put all the concept artist signatures up on the screen just yeah. really 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 cool it made me feel really bad about my my signature when i <laughs> to sign my name they all, they all have such cool signatures <laughs> It just looks like I dropped the pen on the paper. <laughs> one my my one line, just yeah. you know, a check yeah. a check mark. <laughs> well, and I think we got to give a shout out to uh, a panel that was not streamed today, though. But of course, our friend Kara DJ had Galaxy brained her panel on the, the what the the fan stage, one of the fan stages. Mm -hmm. Looks like it was a huge hit. Uh, saw a bunch of people posting about it. And um, yeah, just a shout out to our mutual friend, Kara DJ, for, and Michelle and Robin and everyone pulling off this incredible, awesome panel. And yeah, hats off. Doing a panel at Celebration is a surreal, surreal and awesome experience. And it can be nerve wracking. And when it's done, you're kind of like, what the, what the hell did I, what, what just happened? Because <laughs> your adrenaline is at... yeah unbelievable level um and we yeah we know how that feels and yeah bravo kara yay uh, well done. Well done. so so anything else you want to add about day four monday here um it was cool seeing matt wood on stage um and there was this miley cyrus situation going on where he was singing wrecking ball in a b1 battle droid uh voice and that just was probably just made my morning hardcore pure, hardcore pure met wood that's a day four of celebration <laughs> yeah battle yeah. droid singing wrecking ball yeah that was walking party yeah yeah that was uh that was that was that was just what I needed to cap off the day. <laughs> we just needed Adam Christopher to come up there on stage <laughs> with his majestic hair and yeah. his back of the yeah. clones jacket. I know he has really nice hair and that jacket was matched along that jacket. We're, we're saying because for some Silver reason, and black. <laughs> we started the morning for an unknown reason, watching a, uh, Bee Gees videos before the live stream started. because of course you yeah, know why not why not and then we were like oh my god Adam Christopher kind of looks like Barry Gibb <laughs> yeah. he's yeah he's got the bit he's got the Bee Gees hair going so we were even more jealous got he's the like BG the long vibe. lost Gibb brother yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> so. oh man um, so yeah. Well, and then we got to give a shout out to, uh, Amy Rakow up on the live stage with Kristen mm -hmm. Baver and yeah. Madman Adam Christopher. That was super cool. Super cool for Amy. Yeah. No, that was, uh, that was fun to see. Yeah. And I know we've been mentioning this all weekend, but I mean, I think they put on a really good, uh, show for us at home who are streaming and, um, what a, what a lot, that's, that's a lot of work. <laughs> so I think that's just super cool. Um, even like afterwards of, after the 
you know, when the show was over, they had like all the credits and just seeing everybody involved. I mean, what a production to put all this together. And um, I mean, at home, I felt like, you know, we were pretty informed of all these panels and they did such a good job. You know, the hosts like Christina, uh, Kristen and, you know, Carboni up there. It's just like I was entertained all weekend. And I think that, you know, they did a really good job bringing that um, for us couch con um, attendees. So shout out to all them. That was they did a really good job. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like we always want to see more. It's like mm-hmm. give us more of the panels, but it's a lot of work to get. what yeah. we did. And yeah, it was nice of them to bring even for the Star Wars show stage, like to bring all the, the crew and everybody out at the end for you to see like, oh, okay. You know, you might think it's just those four people doing all this and then there's, you know, but there's like mm-hmm. those people in the back making it, making it look easy. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait for Japan for someone to say, I heard they're not streaming anything again. Oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully no they cares. stream. Nobody cares about Star Wars, so they're not going to stream anything. Look, Star Wars is done. (laughs) Star Wars died. Yeah. It's over. It's over. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, and who else does that? And we just got to, yeah, shout out to them doing the stream, keeping everyone in the loop for us folks at home, having fun, being ridiculous, Getting up at 3 a.m., yeah. 5 a.m., 2 a.m., wherever, whatever people are doing. Yeah. We, they kept our days pretty full for four days. <laughs> yeah, those four, 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 four days, four days felt like a week. Yeah. Oh, it was just yeah. one long week. Yeah. It's like we said before, the Jack Black and Lizzo episode of Mandalorian seems like a year ago. Yeah. It so, really does. You're yeah. just like, I can't believe that happened last year. That was crazy. Remember, guys? Remember that happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You mean what happened on Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, last, yeah, last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so we've got a contest to talk about, right? Yes, we do. So, um, just because today was like it's animation day, um, I just thought it'd be really cool. We still have some nerd matter swag that we can give out to those who participated. Um, I, um, yeah, so we had some folks send their um, art of their favorite moment that happened at Celebration. So I think it'd be cool to kind of share some of those. Um, And I'm pulling that up on my phone. Thank you all. You guys are all just amazing artists. My goodness. We'll be seeing your guys' vision soon. All right. Um, Let's see. Give me one second. A special shout out to anyone listening to the podcast version of this. I know now. We, we 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 feel your pain right now as we go through the art contest. Maybe we we sh- we should describe, do a like like Doug Chang. Oh yes, yes, yes. Very very good idea. Yes, yeah. Able to describe. Yes. In meticulous detail what this art looks like. So give me one second. Okay, this just came in. This is from our friend Haley. And this is, I think, probably my favorite moment, too, was oh, the, the uh, Dave Filoni shadow that you saw at the Lucasfilm Showcase. Um, of course, we didn't see it on the street on streaming, but we saw tons of these pictures that when Dave Filoni was announced uh, doing um, his movie, there was this huge Dave Filoni silhouette that hit the stage on the side of the wall that everyone just went nuts for. And um, there could be some meaning behind this, you know, but how cool. So uh, Haley did Dave Filoni's shadow overlooking London. Yeah. In a, it's like a, a golden 
Golden Hour, Sunset Orange. Beautiful, beautiful drawing. That is so Painting. cool. That is Super so cool. cool. That yeah. Is wonderful. Good job, Haley. All right. This is from our friend Tim Owens. And uh, Tim Owens went for the collage route um, to express the art. Um, this is Snoke, who has a very shocked mm. face. Um, mm. And I'm not really good at focusing. Um, but yeah, so you have just different uh, favorite moments that happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, up there, we have our friends Kristen and, um, and Tori up there. Uh, what a great moment for, um, you know, for that kind of yeah, celebrating we, the Slice Noodles love there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks like we have the cast of Acolyte. We have the two amazing posters of Indiana Jones and Return of the Jedi. Um, Daisy Ridley being announced, uh, um, returning to Star Wars. And Leslie Headland. Um, it looks like some of the publishing stuff that was announced, too, and the cast of Acolyte. Um, but look at the reaction of, you know, I yeah. think we've, we've yeah. all had that. We had that same reaction, too. That was certain, That's how exactly how I looked. When uh, Daisy Ridley came on stage, yeah, so he suddenly turned into Snoke and started screaming. Yeah, and then I, and then I, and then I tumbled over, just like yeah, my, yeah. my my just the like the Chewbacca. Yeah, right you, were, you were cut in half with excitement. As soon, yeah. as, we, as soon as we stop this broadcast, you will like Snoke just tumble forward in that chair. Yeah, and then um, when next time you'll see me, my my tongue will be sticking out on the floor, just you know, <laughs> just completely done. <laughs> um. Let's see. I have more. This is from our friend Nathan Roberts, who was extremely excited. This is um, Nathan's fa- uh, favorite moment that happened at Celebration. Um, and a big one, too. This was when um, Lars Mickelson was announced to um, return as Thrawn. So this is Lars taking a bow. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yeah. It's- yeah. Beautiful pencil or ink on lined notebook paper as the best art is done. Yeah. That is great. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Such so Thrawn, such a gentleman. He is. Yeah. Wearing that, the little, you know, that little newsboy's hat was a, a, a fashion statement at this entire yeah, yeah. celebration. Ewan had it. Lars Mickelson. Some people call him Lawrence Mickelson had it. Yeah. That's I just great. think. This is this is this is so cool, um, but yeah, I mean, just a huge moment. A lot of huge moments that happened at celebration, um, but this being one of them too. Like, I mean, we all when they had the Ahsoka trailer, um, we just saw the back of his head, and there was people even online putting Lars Mikkelsen's face side by side by the back of Thrawn's head and comparing the ear size and mm-hmm. trying to try to dissect and see if this was really um, him. So it was really cool that they were able, you know, of course they saved that for the uh, Ahsoka panel the next day as, you know, an exclusive for those in attendance who, you know, um, and it, it, I think those moments are just fun when they make those type of announcements and the actor comes out and it's just like the, the roar that happens in the room. Um, so, I mean, we searched, we certainly felt it um, over here in RN. Um, was anybody I, doing that with Pierce Brosnan though? That's what I want to know. Was anybody taking <laughs> Brosnan's head? They didn't need to because it was obviously Brosnan's head. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, from, the from the footage. From the footage. Oh, yeah. that, oh no. I, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Blue Brosnan. Yeah. Hashtag yeah, Blue Brosnan. You're right. We can't forget about Blue Blue. That's even harder to say than Deep Bradley Baker. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I think we just can't. I think we're starting to not 
uh, it's really hard for us to talk at this point. I think. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, Jason, did were you able to pull? Yeah, up yeah, yeah. We've got, we, we got a really great one from Josh. This is this is fantastic. Josh gave us Anthony Carboni day the Anthony Carboni day one jacket. People. <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, look at that, people. The Anthony Carboni day one jacket, which I'm still, that is, that's one of my biggest takeaways from Celebration London. I keep thinking about this Carboni well, jacket. He went big and bold the first day and then toned it down for the other three. So it almost seems like a dream, like it didn't really happen. Yeah. But did he really wear that on, on Friday? I will. And thanks to this drawing, we know that we weren't hallucinating or we were all hallucinating together because here we have it. It happened. It really, yeah. it really happened. It really Look happened. That. Look at the face. Look at the hair. This pure Carboni. What is that jacket? Like, I want someone to find that like, he had to have bought that somewhere. We need to do like a reverse well, Google a, image search. Maybe a, on, a, oh, what's it called? No, my brain doesn't work. The, uh, Oh my god. People need to cosplay. The, the Star no. Wars uh make my outfit Twitter. Oh Tori. Tori's yeah, page. Tori, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. I already figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. Tori's already um yeah, she's already sketching, um, you know, sketching it out. Well, we we also talked about, you know, we have this wild theory. Talk about fan speculation. We think that as he was going up the escalator, half of it got sucked out. And then uh-huh. also Dave Filoni said, hey, don't worry, friend. I can add this to my jacket. Because if you guys remember the first day of the panel, Filoni had this, I mean, to his ankles type yeah. of jacket situation uh-huh. going on. Yeah. So. And that, yeah, that was gone after that first day, too. I was like, everybody, and they told everyone to tone it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. they said, it, it's yeah. A, it's it's this framing. is enough. The jacket game was out of control. Yeah, Filoni, Filoni had a lot of jacket and Carboni had not enough jacket. Yeah. But there should be a Carboni Black Series with a jacket. The Star Wars show, like the Star Wars Celebration store next year, should be, should be selling the Carboni little jacket. That Carboni little jacket is everything to us. And they should also be selling it at, uh, you know, uh, Galaxy's Edge, too. You know, like at this point, you should just have this whole marketing. <clears throat> yeah, we, it. yeah. Ray Stevenson's outfit yesterday was unreal. The double necklace. Yeah. The, the shirt. Was on, that yesterday? Yeah. No, it was that Saturday. Maybe Who it was, knows? It was one old day. It was, all, it was all yesterday. It was all today. But there were, two, all, there were two necklaces. It's all happening at once. Yeah. yeah was, I know. Bringing, yeah. But yeah. he was in Punisher Warzone. So what, I mean... Just goes hand in hand. All the, all two other people in the world that saw Punisher War. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant art submissions, everyone. We have one more. Oh, we have oh, one more. Oh, oh, oh one oh, more. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. And this is from our frill, our friend Bill, Bill Rudd, who's been hanging out with us all weekend. Bill, thanks for joining. This is uh, Bill's favorite moment from Star Wars Celebration. And it is, let's see, it's us. Oh, oh my goodness. Hanging, oh my out goodness. With, hanging out with Tom wow. Spina. T- turn your phone sideways. Okay. Let's get, yeah. 
I'm trying to block my face. I'm not a really good influencer. <laughs> now no, it's still sideways. Okay, Trey, sideways. Trey, turn it now sideways. Let's see, turn it now sideways. Let's see if it goes full screen. Uh, oh, no, okay, here we go. Here we yeah. go. Now you get to see our face really close. Oh, no, you don't see our faces, but our faces are up to the screen. So oh we my God. That. It's like looking yeah. into a mirror. Yeah, look at that. I'm holding up the Max Rebo. Yeah. Yeah, Where look at that is the most accurate Spina I've ever seen. Yeah. I can hear his voice. <laughs> yeah. It's like some for somehow that panel is animated still. Yeah. Like we're all in still photo. And yeah. He's the, his drawing is still being drawn and in real time. The, the beautiful photos that Spina's wife put on the wall. On the wall. <laughs> and she, they even got your Yoda back there. That yeah. And more. they even have my Chewbacca before he like passed out. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is a Chewbacca before, a little before and after. So I really, it's pretty cool. That looks like the, if someone would have storyboarded one of our yeah. super lives. Well, this then. is this looks like the planning of our uh, our super live um, adventure that we had here this weekend. Yeah, that that's the secret that none of this is really live. We scripted this out weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I've been meticulously rehearsing for hours and hours for weeks yeah exactly yeah so you know we even had a few um you know we had to have a stunt team come and actually test out the couch too oh my god so, yeah. i yeah. mean it worked yeah. out yeah. yeah silver you have a button over there where you pushed it to, to break the couch remotely oh uh, yeah i know yeah and, and unfortunately the spina puppet wasn't completely finished but we did the best we could yeah <laughs> Oh my goodness, so much fun. Um, thank you all who entered. I will be contacting each and every one of you um, for some fun goodies heading your way. Also, please notice I emphasize the couch slant. Yeah. <laughs> the couch slant was was I because I, I was like, hey, no, you guys are tall enough. It looks fine. And then like yeah. I saw the back of it, and the couch was actually like completely slanted. I'm like, oh, okay. This is uh yeah. it really happened, but hey. There is, uh, we had so much fun this weekend, everybody. We did. So we much did. fun. We really did. Yeah. Shout out Nick Tierce. We gave him a script for all. You can't script Nick Tierce. No, that's, yeah. He, that was the only thing that was live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out to the cinder block. Still holding up. Still yeah. holding up. Yeah. Yeah, for really sure. Called the Sindel block. The Sindel block. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember that little bird. <laughs> Yeah, this couch, this couch is like that little bird. It's about to, to, to fly, fly away. Yeah. <laughs> right on. So, do you want to get one of our final things here on the Super Live, right, Silver? Yeah, we're going to hit on location to, um, to my garage. And we're just going to hit the collector stage in the garage and give you guys a quick tour of... Um, my garage and kind of see what goodies are out there. Um, so I think that's how we'll end the show. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll show some uh, messages from our sponsors as we uh, transition to uh, the, the the wonderful museum. So yeah. So give me one second. All yeah. right. See you guys there. See you. See you in a little bit. <laughs> you can play him again. No, I, I, there, there was actually something I wanted to play. Uh, yeah, forgive me. It's uh, do uh. All I got to say, the Jedi have returned. <laughs> we're just fanatics out here waiting on the return of the Jedi. Three years in the making, we're waiting for this. Some people don't idolize Darth Vader like I do. See, I want him to get Luke. And uh, I think that uh, 
that, that Luke will destroy Darth Vader. I guess Darth Vader will die. I'm not sure. I hope he doesn't. I love his black. It's almost midnight and the countdown is on here at the Esquire Theater because at 12.01 a.m. Wednesday morning, the first official showing of The Return of the Jedi rolls onto the big screen. The force of the Jedi cast its spell on Chicago's sold-out audiences throughout the dawning hours. By 8 a.m., over 9,000 starstruck fans shared the new secrets of the Empire. The galactic faithful gathered in droves to put on a show to rival the epic featured inside. Some weren't even born when the first Star Wars film came out. But that galaxy far, far away has already become a tradition for legions of moviegoers like these. Everyone must have his own ticket. Please have your ticket ready. Go in and out for me to the main floor and balcony seating. Hold your own ticket as you enter the theater, please. Move it, move it, move it! First four in, and uh, when we got here, people just in invaded. It was a madhouse. Get here first, and be the first ones in, and wear your tennis shoes. We would do it again if we had to. Finally, the wait is over. The fantasy unfolds. It'll work. It'll work. For some, the verdict is already in. The biggest surprise was to see all of them together at the end playing Pinochle and having a great time. I wish I was there, and I'm going to try to get a part of the next movie myself. This has left me practically utterly speechless, actually, you know, but it was the best one ever. The big surprise was seeing Dark Vader unveil himself to his son. It was very exciting. The biggest surprise, well, I don't want to give it away to anybody. Do you think it was worth coming to this late at night? Yeah. yeah. Good over to you, always. The movie no, was perfect. It was exactly the way it had to be. It was a fantastic movie, but it was good. It was really, really good. All right, All right we're that, back. Uh, I love that so much. I love that clip. And now we are back with Silver. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. Can you guys hear me? All right, yes. cool. Hi, everyone. Uh, we are now in my garage on location showing you guys my mini Rancho Obi-Wan here in San Jose, California. Um, yeah, so as you guys know, I um, every weekend I go to flea markets and garage sales and collect as much Star Wars stuff as I can. So it started off as a small thing that kind of turned into this. So excuse me for the awkward... Um, I'm not really good at taking selfies, but this is the only way I can use this camera. But this is my garage, everybody. This is kind of my hangout spot. Um, this is, we have Force Awakens playing in this small TV. Found this TV for free on the side of on my curb. So it was kind of cool to play old VHS tapes here. Force Awakens is not an old VHS tape. Um, I actually, someone sent me that. So I have all the sequel trilogies on VHS, which is cool to kind of, as a collector to kind of complete that. So um, let's kind of start in this corner. Um, this is kind of like my physical media corner right here. Um, has all these pretty cool um, VHSs, um, tapes. I have um, probably like, I have the 
the original trilogy that was released in Spain um, in a box set, which um, let me know if you guys can see. Sorry, I really oh, yeah. wish I could take this out of selfie mode. But yeah, so kind of have all, you know, my VHS tapes right here. Um, have cassettes tapes. Um, looks like, can you guys see? I don't know if you guys can. Um, original. We have uh, episode one on cassette. We have Return of the Jedi. Um, so yeah, this is kind of like my little radio right here where I can, if I want to play cassettes, I will. Um, this one is the uh, blockbuster Star Wars original trilogy banner. So you can get the special Star Wars original trilogy at Blockbuster. So this banner is pretty cool. Um, one of my favorites, I found that actually at the flea market, which is really cool. Um, I always find these um, old uh, EU books. Um, there's Princess Leia on a little cutout. Um, found this Stormtrooper piggy bank at the flea market. And I thought, wow, this is kind of a cool display piece. Um, this is probably like the oldest... VHS Star Wars that I have on cassette is this set, and it's the the red label. If you guys can kind of see that right here. So um, down here we have some board games. We have um, I'm trying to see if you guys can see down here. <laughs> um, so we have like a bunch of jigsaw puzzles. Uh, we have Return of the Jedi, the Sarlacc Pit board game. It's pretty cool. Um. Yeah, this is very awkward. And there's my hand. Um, I found this at a garage sale. This is my baby. This is the Star Tours. Um, don't know what year this is from, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Wow, I'm not really working this camera well. <laughs> um, well. We can see everything. Also, we can see everything. This is good. You guys can see everything. Okay, as long as you guys can see everything, that's cool. Um, I live in San, near San Francisco, so there was a couple of uh, there was somebody who worked at Lucasfilm who was letting go of stuff, um, and this was one of them. This was actually a production gift. This is a Lucasfilm. Um, you know, you can play your vinyls up here. Can you guys see that? I don't know if you guys can see mm -hmm. that. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, um, I'm going to show you guys my most special thing that's so personal to me. Um, I'm really. Um, I connected with Blast Points a, uh, a lot because of our love for Attack of the Clones. I saw Attack of the Clones when I was 12 years old, and it just solidified my love for Star Wars because I just thought, wow, I'm actually a real fan of Star Wars. This is, like, what I love. And um, I saw Phantom Menace, which I have a lot of Phantom Menace stuff here in this garage. Um, that was, like, my first movie I saw in theaters. But when I saw Attack of the Clones, I just knew what I'm like. This is – I actually really enjoy Star Wars. So – this is an actual banner from the movie theaters they would have. Um, I don't know if you guys can. Well, when I saw Back of the Clones, this is like one of the banners that I saw hanging in my theater. Um, it's not that exact one. Um, how I knew it was authentic when this guy was selling it, he had worked at a, he was a manager at one of the local theaters. He had a lot of like movie stuff. So I pulled this out of a box and it said property of Lucasfilm. And um, it was like, you know, like one of their like mailing cases that they, you know, for all their promotion stuff. And um, this was, it was the banner, the big banner that I saw after walking out of the movie theater. Um, it's pretty big. I don't know if you guys can see that on camera, but it's a pretty, pretty big banner. So, so. 
And then right here is the arcade, Star Wars arcade racer, um, along with a, a helmet. Um, it's on um, it's on pl uh, free play. Um, I like to jokingly charge. I, I like to joke and say that I charge. Um, I like to joke and you know tell everybody that they have to bring quarters when they come over, but that's not true. It's on free play, so for everybody to enjoy. Um, this is kind of like a random corner. I always find little figures at the flea market, so I'll collect those. Um, yeah, this is a uh, Lando. Um, got him recently. Um, this Darth Vader is pretty. Don't I? I don't know. It's, it's it's one of the oldest cutouts. It was in bad shape. The guy gave it to me for a dollar. Um, let me turn this down because it's uh, really loud. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, so this Darth Vader, uh, it's a, I got it at the flea market for a dollar. Um, it was really beat up, but I still think he kind of looks cool back here. So um, I just have random stuff, like a random Millennium uh, Falcon that's really beat up. But I just thought, hey, I'm just going to throw him on a wall and have IG-88 up there. Um, got this recently. I love this art print of Han uh, Solo. Uh, right here is a bunch of droids. Um, here's Darth Vader on the eighth. So when you come to my garage, I just have a little random. It's not organized. It's just like a random, you know, I have Darth Vader. Uh, can you guys see that? I don't know if you guys oh, can yeah. see that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can see him riding on the ad app. He's just chilling on this. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> um, I I found this uh, Jar Jar Binks uh, Mountain Dew thing um which also if you walked i have more down here this is a qui-gon um this is my phantom menace shrine <laughs> um this jar jar binks i don't know if you guys you can see but he is my first flea market find ever so it started with this in 2018 i went to the flea market and i saw this jar jar binks and ever since then i just started collecting like crazy um but yeah this is just kind of like a little shrine um you have kind of like the Taco Bell cups, um, 3PO. Um let's see, I'm gonna kind of just kind of show it like this. Um, I have this little TV that I play more so like right now, as you can see, Empire Strikes Black uh Empire Strikes Back is playing. Um, I got this recently, THX 1138, the uh, George Lucas director's cut on DVD. So Ooh. check that out later. <laughs> um just yeah it's kind of like just like my little random area right here um i went to go i actually went to rancho obi-wan on my birthday so steve stansby um signed this for me along with a hat um obviously a big inspiration of like why i like doing this um this is the ewok adventure vhs cardboard <laughs> that i somehow found <laughs> um so yeah um speaking of ewoks here's the ewoks uh lunchbox thing uh this is cool this is a uh, empire or i'm sorry empire um episode three um this is a production gift and this is actually a gift from lucasfilm they actually sent me a few items to hang in the garage so this is one of them it's really heavy really sturdy um yeah from revenge of the sith a pretty cool pretty cool um pretty cool piece to have in here let's put that back 
Um, up there, I don't know if you can see the some Attack of the Clones um, lobby cards from the promotion up there. I have some Clone Wars things. Um, but yeah, I um, have a Rancor, just a little random stuff in this corner right here. Um, I kind of like to just kind of hang out here. Um, you know, when I, after the flea market, I'll come and like, you know, clean some stuff off and, you know, up on the shelf it goes. There's Frog Lady just chilling there. Um, this Jar Jar, um, I took a trip to Seattle and um, found this guy for like $20. And I thought, hey, he's cool. Um, it's like a kid life-size Jar Jar. He's pretty, he's he's quite tall. So he's just hanging out here with a lightsaber. Um, but yeah, I um, was kind of it, everybody. There's more. I have stuff that I, I got to get more shelving for. Um, there's some in storage boxes. Um, we're not done. Um, we're adding, um, we're trying to get this place really ready for the summer. So when friends come over, they can kind of hang out here. Um, I had some family over yesterday for Easter. So it was really cool for them to see this. Um, but I can't wait to show more, but this is kind of the gist of it. But yeah. That is so unbelievably awesome yeah yeah <laughs> I, we, I was just we wish we went to star wars celebration in your garage at this point yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you know i i again like i'm so excited i i can't believe that you know it kind of stemmed for this it added up but i don't know it's so crazy just standing here because i can look at almost every single piece that's in here and almost remember when i got it where i got it um and like i said there's things that are just more pers have more personal meaning um there is this book that i've made friends with a flea market vendor he, um his name's john he's like he's 89 years old he goes there every saturday he's starting just to sell off his collection but i just have a personal connection with him because i always see him almost every weekend we just talk and just chat 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 and He's not, he doesn't have a lot of Star Wars stuff, but he did give me his original Star Wars novel that he has. Um, and he's had it for years. And he said, you know, he loved the book. Um, this is, I mean, probably one of the first Star Wars books that came out. Um, I can't find it with me right now, but I have things like that. Like to me, that that's so personal because it just represents like my friendship with him. So it's cool having things like that. Obviously I have a little uh, personal story about the banner but um i mean all of this is just really just kind of like just it's so cool i mean this these were you know these were at one point hitting the trash and i you know now they're sitting in my garage um which is kind of wild but um yeah this is kind of pretty my my favorite thing i also have this i'm looking at it this is my favorite tap it's well, there's my hand um, it's the Attack of the Clones uh, VF, um, ILM VFX uh, cap that I got recently. My One of my favorite things, but yeah, so, but cool. I, I'm glad I was able to share this. I've been wanting to share this garage, so I'm glad I was able to do this for the Blast Point Super Live um, coverage. So thanks for, <laughs> thanks for, thanks for joining. I don't know if everyone's in the chat, can't see the chat, but. Yeah. Oh yeah, everyone's yeah. Uh, yeah. everyone uh, in the chat is is loving it as much as we are, and this is like probably the best way we could have capped off a Star Wars celebration weekend. So this was so so awesome. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, and like we said in the beginning, uh, can't thank you enough. This has been so much fun. 
Thank you, everyone commenting along, people that tuned in and were comment talking along. Um, yeah, yeah, and thank you, Gabe, for coming to my house for four days. Yeah, yeah. And well, it's not a Star Wars celebration without us being in the same room. So yeah, we had to make we had to make that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is so. Yeah, that is so awesome. It was just really cool. Yeah, <laughs> that tour that tour is mind blowing, though, Silver. Yeah. Well, this was, uh, yeah, this was awesome. It's time to make the, the horrible transition back to the real world. Um, and, uh, but yeah, we got to do this again. And uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Phil with the words of wisdom. <laughs> Phil, Phil Shostak saying somehow the work week returned. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Oh, Very don't true. remind me. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> so... I think this is all of us signing off. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, thank you to everyone who came on. Everyone who watched. Thank you to Silver. Thank you to you, Jason. Thank you. I'm thanking myself for yeah. being here. Thank yourself. <laughs> thank yourself for driving. Thank you to Dancing Jar Jar. The reason for the season. Yeah. Yeah. And on that note, everyone... We're we're signing off. この子の定めですから。あなたの心に聞いて。本当にいいの水知らずの子供に運命を委ねて。あなたに伝えようか。こちらがオビアン・ケノビだ。大きな恐れを感じるわ。あの少年は危険です。誰もがそう感じているのにな